Welcome to episode 23, everyone. On today's show, I have Indiana State guard Jason Kent, played high school basketball in Chicago, comes from a basketball family. His mom, Anna Kent, played college basketball at West Virginia. His dad played at Ohio University, and now his sister is currently committed to LSU. So, Jason, being from a basketball family and being around the game your whole life, is there any type of pressure of, you know, being successful in basketball, you know, carrying that name, your last name, Kent, just because you have a family full of athletes and now this is your time. So do you feel pressure of being that guy in your family? Definitely. When I was younger, I did. I felt like I had to live live a a high standard to them to meet their expectations and I felt like if I didn't meet their expectations I felt, I felt like I was letting them down but now that I'm older and more mature I don't I don't worry about the reputation or anything because at the end of the day I think about it like I'm playing the sport that I want to play mm-hmm. and I'm trying I'm trying to create my own name and my own legacy for who I am as a player okay nice yeah so you went to Bradley for two years and then decided to transfer to Indiana State. What stuck out to you the most about Indiana State and uh, and the program and the tradition? Because you had other options probably after you entered the portal. So what stuck out to you the most about the about their program? Why did you pick Indiana State? So when I went on my visit, you know, just picking the coach's brain, how they run their offense and how they like their defensive schemes and stuff. But I really enjoyed the way they play offensively. It's a lot of freedom you can do instead of like standing in one corner. You can create a lot of actions. You can do very different things in the uh, offense. And then like they relate their offense to a lot of pro, uh, professional plays and stuff like that. You know, we watch a lot of film to simulate like what professionals do in that scenario. See if we can apply it to our scenario. Okay. So uh, it's a lot of pro like actions that's being ran, and I really enjoy that for. What kind of what kind of offense do y'all run? Is it is it more of like uh, let, letting y'all go to work, or is it more of like running through a certain guy, or like feeding your bigs first? Like how is the how's that how's the Indiana State's offense different than Bradley's? So for Bradley, it was like a lot of ball screens, okay, definitely between the point guards and the bigs, let them make the decisions. And then um, at Indiana State, it's more of a freelance. Like it's our coach call it calls it randomized or organized randomness, and it's literally organized randomness. Like one side can be doing a dribble handoff, the other side can be doing a pin down or a flare. Right. Oh, it's just straight randomness, but it all flows together. It's just not like one guy is running into another. It all just flows. Okay, nice. Yeah, so, I mean, I remember I was in high school. We ran to Princeton, and I hated that shit, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because it was, it felt like it was 12 passes, then you score. So, it seems like to me that he let y'all do what y'all want as long as y'all hooping. And that's, I think that correlates to your game and how you can shoot and stuff. So, that's cool that you're able to fit in right away and be able to do some good things within that offense and within that system. Speaking about your game specifically, what aspect of your game are you working on the most? And what do you need to improve on before next season, do you feel like? Because I know you can shoot, you can defend all five positions, which is great. That that shows your versatility. So, But what aspect of your game do you have to work on the most? That's definitely just something I worked on. Getting my shooting percentages back up was one of the big factors for me. Okay. But... I would say one thing I've really worked on is my ball handling, just being comfortable, dribbling it even more, and making decisions, being a playmaker as well. Okay. 
my ball screens, just reading the outside, and overall just increasing my knowledge of the game. Okay, nice. How, how how are you increasing your knowledge of the game? By are you watching more film now than you ever did, or do you watch film before practice, after practice? Because uh, I know you watch film as a team, obviously, and that's that's the most important thing. Watch film during free time when you're not with the team. So I watch film with the coaches individually. I hit coach up, be like, "Hey, can we watch film on practice? Or can we watch film on some NBA guy? You know, see how how he's doing, what he's doing in these scenarios." I'll just watch highlights of just guys I play my position. Like, I'll watch D-Book coming off uh, dribble handoffs or ball screens. Okay. I'll watch Clay Thompson, just watch him highlights, just him coming off down screens and just watching him shoot the ball. Nice, yeah, that's that's good that you watch film on yourself. And, I mean, y'all even watching film in the summer, that's great. But I remember there was a point in time during my career where, you know, I'd be in film session and there was nothing said. You know what I'm saying? So it was almost like a waste of my time because if you if you go through a whole film session and a coach doesn't pause it or he doesn't harp on what you need to work on as a team or as an individual, then that's just a wasted film session and there's no leadership. Do you feel like there's leadership within the program of Indiana State, especially with film sessions with, you know, just communicating every every minute that he can get is there is there examples of that uh when you fit when you sit in film oh most definitely our coach is very key on teaching like he'll, he'll we ask questions here we play it multiple times to make sure we get it he sits down and explains things he goes over everything it's it's not just like a quiet film session he's talking every time like you know somebody has oh what what should i do in this scenario he's like okay this is what you should do okay like, it's a whole bunch of leadership during film good good that's good jason so what do you guys what's the routine you guys get into in the summer because i played division three and we didn't have the luxury of going back to campus and practicing every day and, and lifting weights during the summer like the vision one programs can do so what is your like your, your daily routine with that i know you guys practice but what else comes with that okay so i'll tell you my routine okay and the so basically all summer i've been getting up at 8 8:30, working out at 8 45 9 o'clock i get up do my first workout and then at 10 o'clock we'll have breakfast 10 30 10 45 we'll have film and then afterwards, go on to on onto the court workouts. Mm-hmm. We do on court workouts, so we do a full team practice. And then after practice, we'll go lift together after practice, and then that'll be it for the day. What are you looking forward to the most this upcoming season? Uh, like any opponents that you're looking forward to facing, or any particular player, or just something within your game that you're excited to to uh, show the coaches that you improved on, or just getting acclimated with your new teammates. It can be simple, something simple like that. I would say definitely just playing with the guys at Indiana State. Okay. You know, I played against them for one year, and now I get to play with them, so I'm more excited playing with them. But if I could say there was one opponent on the schedule, I would say I'm excited to play. I'm excited to play all games, but one game would be Bradley. Okay. I went to, everybody said it's hard to play at Bradley. So now I want to know what it feels like to play against the crowd. Oh, damn. So you playing at Bradley? We're in the same conference. Oh, damn. I forgot y'all in the same conference. Oh, I know you're looking forward to that. And that's going to be lit. That's going to be lit. <laughs> okay, so, yeah, I bet you are. So how important is consistency to you? 
And how, how hard is it being consistent as a Division One athlete? Because I feel like me being a former basketball player myself, I feel like the guys who flourish in the game of basketball are players who can take that next jump to being in the NBA. I feel like it all came from them being disciplined and them being consistent. So how, how important is consistency with you? And how do you tend to improve on that or continue to be good at being consistent in practice and in games? It's, I would say now doing it for a whole summer, being consistent and staying on my schedule, getting up every morning to work out. I say it's important because you start seeing yourself get better each week. When I first got there, I struggled a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I kept getting up, kept getting up, kept getting in the morning, kept shooting, kept shooting afterwards. And then, you know, I started seeing the better events towards the end of session one and started seeing it again in session two, middle of session two. But it's like, once you follow up that consistency, you know, it's like you just maintain. And at the division one level, it's very tough because, you know, you got classes, you got homework, you got people, you know, you got to eat, you got to study. But it's like, once you get on a routine and you try to stick by as best as you can, you you got to make adjustments. That's just in life, period. Right. Once you make those adjustments and you just stick by the routine, it, it just becomes a lot easier. That's what I believe. And like you said, going off what you're saying, being, being able to adjust on the fly, especially when it comes to life in general, I feel like that goes over a lot of athletes' heads. And I feel like that was that was good for you to say. So I appreciate you for saying that. So I know that I know that we talked about what you want to do coming season, but what do you want to accomplish team wise and individually individually wise? Um team wise, my all I wanna do is win. Okay. If you can see how hard we worked this summer, I believe we got a high chance to be very good. All I want to do is win with these guys, but our team goal is definitely go down, make a run in our conference tournament, and hopefully and perfectly putting guys' hands to play in that uh, March Madness tournament. Right, right, facts. So I, I saw I saw like a little article of your coach saying that like I, I don't know if, I don't know if it was like in the words of this, but he basically said that like you you have the potential of like being an NBA player because you're six eight, you're two oh five, you got the perfect build. And the most important thing, the most intriguing thing that I read about it was you can defend one through five, which is really important. So that's what NBA scouts look at. They don't even look at they look if you can score the ball, but if you can defend one through five, you in there. So do you feel like in the next two to three years you can be in the league and make a you know, impact on somebody's NBA roster? Is that a goal that you have, a long term goal? Mm-hmm. Long term goals are definitely playing the league, playing the NBA. I definitely could if I if I keep working hard the way I am, you know, staying consistent, staying on my routine, and just staying, and just keeping the same mindset of all I do is win. Like I don't care if I score fifty, I don't care if I get eight rebounds. As long as we're winning, I I just want to win at this point. Okay. Like if, if it's a game where I just gotta guard the best player, lock him up the whole game, and we win, I'm glad. Okay. I'd rather it's and I have zero points to lose and I have like 50. And I, and I feel like you in a position, Jason, I feel like you in a position where there's going to be some games where you're going to have to guard their best player and you're not going to be able to, you're not going to get a lot of touches on the offensive end. But there's going to be some games where they need you to score 20, 25. So I feel like it's a luxury of having that within your game. It's a win-win situation for you because you can show how good you can play on both sides of the ball. But speaking of, you know, going back to Bradley, you spent two years there. I know, you know, Jordan told me that you had a lot of ups and downs. I don't want to really get into why you transferred, but I, I do want to ask, 
I knew you, you fought through some adversity. I know you hit a mental mental wall, but you was able to get through that. Describe how was how you were able to get through that and through, through those tough times. Because I know you know you played you played a lot as a freshman, played as a sophomore, but the mental wall. How would you able to get to, through that for all the athletes that are listening right now? I say the best way I got through it was talking to somebody, like really talking and expressing like how I was feeling. Right. My best friend, who now is currently my girlfriend. Like, it was really her that helped me get out that, that, that funk, man. Like, mm-hmm. if you somebody you can talk to and, you know, just express yourself and not hold it in and just be bottled up, lock yourself away, mm-hmm. it helps. It, it really does. It, it, it helped me a lot, especially mentally, because, like, I felt like I couldn't, I didn't want to put, I put so much pressure on myself. Right. That I, if I told somebody, I felt like I was soft. I felt like I couldn't tell my own parents, like, what was really going on or, like, how I really felt. Right. Because if I was letting them down, and I feel like, because everybody wants me to go pro. I told them, like, what was going on, I just, like, couldn't let go. And then it just kept building and building. And I had no one to talk to. Mm-hmm. But my best friend came, you know, she just said, just let it all out, like, don't hold nothing back. So just being around her and she, and I just ran into her, I felt so much better. And it, and it learned to me that it's not as a, as a division one athlete, division two, whatever sport, you're going to hit blocks, but you got to have somebody that you can go to and talk to. Right. Even if it's your own head, you're talking to somebody. Right, right. But I just want to let you know that, look, you have a lot of people that love and support you. Like I said, you got a, a family full of Division One athletes. You got your Uncle Jordan, who lives in Chicago. And for me personally, man, like, your Uncle Jordan, which is my cousin, like, he really helped me out a lot in life in general, not just on basketball. So every time when I got down on myself, I just used to call him. And especially when I wasn't playing a lot, like, during college, like, during my freshman and sophomore year, I used to call him and get advice from him. And like you said, just speaking to somebody and being able to be an advocate for yourself and speak up, I feel like that goes a long way. But I just, I just want to let you know that, you know, we basically family. So whatever you need, I'm here for you and you can always reach out to me. And I appreciate it.